Ah. Welcome to Levels to a Podcast. I'm here again with Tristan Young. It's not Jung, everybody. Y'all are so fucking stupid for calling him fucking Jung. (laughs) So stupid. It's Young. Oh, shit. Um... (laughs) What what is that name again? Is, you said it was is it German or French or on the border? It's both. It's weird. It's both. Not worth explaining. <laughs> we'll no call cap. it German. No cap. Obviously, me and Tristan were working a little bit yesterday, but also we were watching a bunch of scary movies. I was exposing him to real fear <laughs> for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. That wasn't an STD. Shit, it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me ask you, have you ever had a, have you have you ever had a pregnancy scare? Not you a, don't mind me. Not yet. a real one, but <laughs> uh on April Fools a few years ago at a physics final. And uh one of my exes decided it was a good time to pregnancy prank me. Nice. And I broke up with her three hours later. <laughs> and that's the only time I've had a <laughs> Yeah, dude. No, yeah. fuck that. Um, she thought she was being funny. <sighs> that's not funny, bro. That's a that's a it's life. It's not funny. I had like a fucking heart attack in school, bro. You just can't focus at that point. Yeah. No, nah, I is... got a, I got a picture of a positive test. Uh huh. And I was like, I've been looking for a reason, and you just gave me it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for a reason, anyways be funny if she was watching this did she tell you immediately after or was it like a she gave me 40 minutes so i went and took my final i got that text before it went took it it was actually a presentation too so that was nice yeah yeah fuck that it went all right no nah, bro that was quite a day oh, jesus christ well i'm bitchless so i, I wouldn't know what that feels like <laughs> but <clears throat> you know shit happens I think the scariest shit, besides me getting jumped, um, I'm not sure, bro. I, I, I guess I, I guess I could ask you what is because I told you my shit is witches. Like I don't fuck with witches, bro. Like, well, from what you told me, there's there's good witches and there's bad witches. If they're if they're uh, what is it? If they're messed with, right? If they can be bad, right? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't, know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I think that's what it is. What is your fear, like, of a... Shit. You know what I mean? Like, like the moon. Damn. That's my shit. I don't know. I think... Clowns, but not clowns. Because I'm fine with some. The Joker used to freak me out. Which one? Uh, The cartoon. I used to have reoccurring... The animated movies, series? Like... Every night for years of the fucking animated. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck that. That w- that was actually creepy. That that cartoon, um, the whole animated series of Batman was so dope. Yeah. Was that the that wasn't the only villain, it wasn't Joker. It was it was mostly Joker episodes. Yeah, there was like there was like the croc, there was fucking the guy who was an actual bat. Oh man bat. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh wait. Are we talking about are you talking about Batman Beyond or the animated series? Oh. Cuz there's it's one by, it's by the same the, thing, right? Huh? It's by the it's by the same thing. Isn't isn't it Batman Beyond where Batman is actually old? He's no, older? Yeah, there's the older Batman and then there's like the slim dude and it's futuristic and shit. He has a red Batman Batman. Yeah. I've never watched I didn't watch Batman Beyond. I watched the Batman animated series the Yeah. Original. Yeah, that's what I watched too. So Man Bat was in the uh Beyond? No, he was in the original. Oh, fuck. I, I, I don't even remember. And then there was, I don't remember. There's no. Poison Ivy. I remember that. Poison Ivy? Yeah. Yeah, I remember Poison. And Harley Quinn. Yeah, Catwoman. Yeah. Um, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Bane. We already back on Batman, bro. It's like Yeah, I know. I, that shit is still in my head, bro. I was looking yeah. up this morning, because um, I woke up at like nine. Before I was looking up the fucking engineering shit, I was looking up the... Uh, more of the Batman, like if I missed any Easter eggs, but mm-hmm. I didn't find anything, so I'm just like, I'm just chilling on that shit. But that was a good movie, bro. I liked it. I loved that it a lot. A good movie, maybe my favorite one. Mm-hmm. But so you were telling me, um, I was getting into engineering some shit, bro. Because every time we talk about, um, like 
people like in the industry or just like, you know, you're telling me some shit about Mike Dean. It's called storage. There's a lot. There's a lot more shit, you know, than than me. So as far as everything we've already talked about today, what is like what what is some like, is there anything that's been happening like just recently besides that whole palace shit? I mean, the Barack 808 Mafia thing, I'm sure there is, but in terms of what I'm aware of, not really. I haven't been keeping up with it as much recently. Okay. To explain to everybody what happened with the palace and the yeah, so, and shit. Long story short, and obviously I'm not involved in it, so I'm not going to speak on it like I'm involved in it. But yeah, yeah. from what I saw from the uh, Producer Grind Palace interview, is basically that um, the COO of... 808 Mafia, whose name is Barack, basically was just fucking up the communication between Southside and Palace, like not letting them speak to each other directly, mm-hmm. uh, putting words in each other's mouths, like saying, basically saying to Palace that Southside was dissing him and vice versa, and then also not being honest about the business and taking way larger cuts than he was supposed to before he gave it to Palace. Shit like that. Yeah. And now uh he got exposed for that shit and he's like a wall. Like deactivated all his social media. People are looking for him. There's like you know, they're trying to take him to court. He disappeared. Like st- to this day like he's Yeah, like right now he's completely no gone like as of like a week or two ago when I saw that interview, maybe 3 weeks. He was like fucking MIA. Like nobody knows who he is. So is that like a Okay, so of course it was like a crime, but is he is he gone like nobody can find him because of like What's, like you know, there's not like a fucking manhunt you know what i mean it's but, it's not like a fbi type thing it's it's just knowing that the it's, people it's that, just some like you know it's just you know I, there there are so many i'm sure like cases of suing in the u.s every day yeah but, no, they can't do much about it in terms of finding him. He'll have to pop up at some point. He'll run crazy. out of money. Yeah, that and that, that he's probably sent. He's probably spending it before they can sue him. Yeah, he's he's or probably already done or some mm-hmm. shit. I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't know anything about the situation beyond. You just you just yeah, regurgitate what you heard. Anyway. Yeah, that's so crazy. That that it makes you think though. Um, like just like blowing up and shit, and then. Who can you really trust that doesn't fold over like money or like clout even, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's tough cuz I feel like if you have a team, it has to be people that you basically knew before mm-hmm. without any clout or money. Which is which is um very interesting cuz the shit the people that we look up today, they were at the stage we're at where they collab with people that are th- at their level and now they're leading. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like and it, and it makes me think too. I think the only, I think the only um, show or I guess you could say show that stayed consistent throughout the generations is like Nardwar. It's like yeah. you can you can be a kid in the '90s and be like, I want to be on Nardwar, and then blow up in, two, in the 2000s and, and still be on a show. Every yeah, other show, that's true. it's always like gone. Rotating, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's always like there's always new innovators mm-hmm. starting at ground level like us, yeah. and then. Once they become the leading forefront, it's like, so it's it's almost like the people we look up to now. We're like, man, I want to be on that show, yeah, but the, it won't the, even be the there. The bars but. that we want to hit are just different, different. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting, you know. And it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's like, and even the music. And I think about that with the music a lot. Like, uh, you you um, you're like, man, like, like like I heard um, Kendrick Lamar when he was a baby or whatever. Like his parents told him something like. He played uh, some artist, I forgot. And then the mom was like, nah, like, turn that off, turn that off. And then the dad was like, nah, Kendrick needs to listen to this real music. And it was like some old, old shit. Yeah. And then, like, Kendrick growing up, he listened to that music. And then now he's like, jazz influence. And shit you know what like I mean? That, so yeah. it's like the, the people we look up to today, like, like Kendrick or like Eminem or like, you know, just all, all those OGs, like the OGs in our generation, it's yeah. like, somebody's going to pop out and make music. And that's, I, that's what I'm heavily influenced by. I don't listen to like, like the newer music now. And 
as far as like mixing and engineering, I pay attention, but I try to mix as much as what I grew up on um, into into the limelight. Like just make it make it my own, and that's what Kendrick did with the people he listened to, and that's I'm yeah. pretty sure the artists that he listened to. That's what he did with the generation he grew up off. So so it's like it's like shit like that, and I think it's um I think it's dope as fuck, and I'm I'm trying to. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to do some shit, especially with like the boom bap shit and yeah, and everything. But yeah. um, I look to the newer stuff for like inspiration for new stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But in terms of like higher art form type shit, yeah, like Kendrick. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna change over time, you know. Yeah, like, I f- I feel like the newer shit. It's like um, there's like really no message. Um, like sometimes, like some, some, some of the newer music, it's like, it's almost like, I think we got to make a hit. deliberate message. I think like, yeah, what's popular, like the fact that like Yeet, Playboy, Cardi and all that kind of stuff is popular right now, yeah. even though it like, it's not a deep message, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's almost a message in itself that that's popular. Yeah. You know what I mean? It tells you where we're at. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just like. How, yeah, how mean, do you, yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, we're, we're in like a epidemic drug wise in this country. Like, I mean, yeah. I say that, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's very like here, what I believe. And, and it's, it's kind of weird. That's what Kanye's doing right now. And he did this on Donna, Donda, the, the first Donda. Um, when I think of albums, I think of you just spending a long time on it just making every track perfect as much as, or the message, like you said, and and like we said on last podcast, it's it's about when to release the message, yeah. Rather than what the message actually is, it's just when when that message is the yeah. most uh, relevant. Um, as far as albums, how do you feel about albums uh, being released in a week? Like made and released in a week. Made and released in a week. I feel like. You know, there's no good and bad at that point because it's like, then it then it becomes more emotional. Like if you look at Juice mm-hmm. recording like an album in a night, realistically, if he could do like if he could freestyle a song in five minutes, he could yeah. do an album in a night, no problem. And it's like the same thing with Yeet. It's like yeah, they're not like thinking out a message, but they're sending a message even if they don't realize it because they're the fact that it's all freestyled and off the top means it's like what there was no going- filter. Got it. That's what's going so, through our head. The same way that, like, I feel like Juice was no filter in his own way. All of like the other new guys who are freestyling are like no filter in their own way too. You gotcha. know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's more of an emotional thing. Okay, how do you feel about albums? Maybe not being released in a short amount of time, but albums being released from another album that's coming up. Like, if what do you mean? Like, for example, the baby mm-hmm. during the um the 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 coronavirus shit when I was popping off like. I say popping off like it was some new shit that was that was popping like off. new shit that was coming up. Going no, crazy. No, bro. No, but like the baby, he released like an album, uh, and shortly after that, Corona was like being the most talked about. Then he released like that fucking that, that orange one. Yeah, with the mask. He had the mask shit. Yeah. But he was just dropping albums like it was nothing, and it was like I feel like for me, you have to let the culture marinate a little bit until you can really actually. To give your take on on what's going on in, in in society that's just yeah i feel like it it depends what you're trying to do as an artist like mm-hmm. i think you're thoughtful so that's how you approach albums but yeah you know like if you listen to vibes by the baby like okay it's again it's like a feeling mm-hmm. like he's like people are angry driving around right now and they're listening to that kind of music yeah so i'm gonna capitalize on that and make as much money <laughs> By mm-hmm. putting out as many of those songs as possible. Like, I don't think it's a message thing. It's a money thing. It's a money thing? Yeah. Because, like, the baby has shit to say, but he's going to say something real in, like, every 20 songs. You know what I mean? In every 20th song or every well, 20 songs? Like, <laughs> every 20th song type sh- Like okay. Just, like, he's not trying to put out a crazy message. He's just trying to put out an energy. Okay, that's how I feel about it. That makes sense. Yeah, I just, I just, when I see, at least me, like, be, just me being an artist, just, just making music, writing the music and stuff. Like, I want every 
but then again, my my way of making music can't be like somebody else's process. Obviously, like as far as like mm -hmm, as far as like the timing and when a song is completed, like sometimes it takes me 30 minutes like Blue Bonnets did or sometimes it'll take me like fucking year sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But I I guess what I what I'm trying to say is like when you should release stuff. It's like, I don't know. Just for me, it just feels like I feel like the artists who do it best read the culture. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like Kendrick, like we were talking about Drake. Top Even like that. Travis, like you know, yeah, yeah. Astroworld, Astrofest happened recently. That was fucked. He knows better than Terrible. to drop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. Like reading the room and, and but like the baby can have like you know some homophobic allegations and drop an album the next week. You know what I mean? Over over those allegations. Over those allegations. Yeah. Like it just depends on the person. And the leniency of the label that they're under. Exactly. To be honest. What do you think, just from seeing artists and um, just everything you've, artists you listen to or just artists that you might not listen to, but you know they're still up, like, what really kills an artist's career? Besides, like, like of course, getting canceled and shit, but, like, what do you think kills? I think there's, like, a number of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, chasing clout over quality music. Yes. Will get you popular for like two weeks. Exactly. And then you disappear. Like Lil Pump, bro. That's, that was actually wild. Shit like that now. That was different. Like, he looks stupid as shit because he had bad music. And the cloud chasing worked for like a year or two. Yeah. Three. But music yeah. is not appealing to a wide enough audience. And he's just going to disappear. Now, was it just his music that he was making or was it the, the stunts he was pulling? It was both. You don't you don't stick around by like like I think some artists don't think about like self respectability. Like, sure, it's like it's like going to a fucking circus, bro. And low pump is the main attraction. Like, yeah, I'll pay like twenty bucks to be entertained for two hours, but I'm not gonna go back to the circus every day. Because the that circus is a crazy isn't gonna way of thinking teach me shit about life. Like at the end of the day, people need to get through this. At the end of and, the day, and that's not gonna help. It's not every day you go to the circus, but every Sunday you go to church, and that's why Kanye's still up. On God, <laughs> literally. <laughs> no, seriously though, like. Yeah, 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 and it's just like not oversaturating your music. There was one thing that Rick Ross said too. Mm-hmm. Or Rick Ross, holy fuck, Rick Rubin, my bad. Yeah. Um, talking about how like you have to, an artist has to tra- train its audience if they want to release different music. Does that make sense? Like, mm. if you release three albums that sound the same, mm-hmm. and then you want to go for a fourth that sounds different, that's why you always get that, like, oh, this, like, artist fell off after the fourth album. It's like, nah, they just tried something different. But the artist trained you to expect one kind of music, uh-huh. and when you threw them a curveball, they weren't ready. I, I, I think a, a good artist to put in that situation, I guess, would be uh, The Weeknd, right? Because nah. he was making, like, sort of... Yeah, I mean... Yes, but he pulled it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So smooth. It's kind of hard off the top of my head to come up with an artist. like. I mean, that I feel like did a, t- a lot of older bands did that a lot. Like oh, really? rock and shit like that. Because I think, I think they did what was popular and then what was popular changed. And the people who did the new popular better just outshined the old bands trying to do the new shit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So it's like, if you think about a Kanye, like, every, every album is different. Yeah. Like, super different. Mm-hmm. Travis, too, like, from Rodeo to, yeah, yeah to all of the, the next few. Mm-hmm. They're completely different vibe-wise. Even The weekend, it's, it, it, it's different enough. It's yeah. not crazy different, but it's different enough. Yeah. Like, if... I feel like I feel like uh, the weekend's mu- music just went backwards going forward. Yeah, like in time, you mean? In time. Yeah, I think a good example actually of like trying to Thug's last album was not well received. Which one? Uh, that was the pink, pink one. Yeah, pink, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. But he was really singing, and he was he was doing a lot of softer stuff. Yeah. And he doesn't do that. That's and true. It's a, and and it sounds good. But, like, thug fans don't like it. Do you know what I mean? 
Cause was Bubbly Thug... on that one? Yeah. Bu- yeah, okay. Yeah. But that, that's like an outlier. Yeah, that was the... Yeah. Like, yeah. But, yeah, it's... I don't know. It was different. Because he, d- he did uh the, uh like... He was performing with a rock... With Travis Barker and shit, and he yeah. was, like, doing, like, softer shit. Yeah, like, okay, that actually reminds me. Trippy Red is a perfect example of switching it up every album. Like, that dude, he did the Love Letter to Use. Those are all pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. But then he did, like, the Neon Shark with Travis Barker. Neon Shark. He did Trip at Night. Yes. He did uh, fucking Life's a Trip has Life's a lot a trip. of, like, boom bappy type OZ yes, shit. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like, stuff like that, like. He's training his audience to expect something new every time. And even if it's not gotcha. on point. Yeah. Like, I didn't like Neon Shark, but that shit was really well received. Yeah. I, um, okay, see, that's another thing, too. So when I can't, I keep comparing myself to these other artists. I'm like, man, it's just, I don't, I don't like the way. Overproduction. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. When shit is like overproduced or even just from, from the cover art. To everything else it just it feels like there's no substance yeah that substance about, yeah. value that's what i was trying to say the other day yeah. substance like are you just making are you getting the songs that you think are cool mm-hmm. and then you know what i'm saying but yeah. i mean regardless music is music at the end of the day and art is art but it's like um that's what i was trying to say it's like uh you know what i mean when it's, you say overproduced do you mean like vocally or just in general everything yeah like like uh pop smokes uh uh post how do you say it? Posthum- posthumous posthumous album yeah. uh forgot what it was called people were, he had two of them why why did he why, why i i thought it was kind of good but a lot of people were like saying that a lot of people the were hey faith hating. one the faith one sucked the fa- i can't see i can't even remember that yeah song. so there was not me dude uh it was the one with for the night on it and all that shit uh aim for the moon shoot for the stars yeah, that yeah. was good i like that yeah that didn't get too much hate but the one after it got a ton of hate because it was so, res- it was like, weren't they switching up beats or something? Well, what was happening? It was like you'd get one bar from Pop Smoke because like they ran out of fucking vault music, yeah. And so then you'd get like there was like a song that was like three minutes of Dua Lipa and like thirty seconds of like pop, pop, and it, and those thirty seconds were like ten seconds repeated three times. You know what I mean? That is so crazy. So that, that at that point they're milking it. Like, how, the, the Juice posthumous albums work because he had so much in the vault. Yeah. Because they just came out the way he re- yeah. did it. Um, and it's also like, yeah, he was a lot closer with his producers. Like, I feel like Pop was more of a, like, studio-to-studio kind of guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Nick Mira and, like, Internet Money, I feel like that preserved the integrity of Juice World's music. Yeah, 100%. Because they all knew him. I I don't think Pop Smoke was popping for long enough to like get a have the musical loyalty. Yeah, to have some something true to him. Yeah, that released after the fact. That makes that makes perfect sense. How do you feel about posthumous albums? Pop Smokes. Pop. Uh. Pops. Posthumous. How do you say it? Posthumous. Posthumous. Yeah. Albums. Yeah. I think it depends. Do you depends on the intent of the people releasing it, and depends where the money goes after. Exactly. You know. Like, like XXX situation, right? I think the money went to his family, right? Yeah, yeah, it went straight to his family, but... His... And it, it needs... Okay. It's weird. So, so the case, sometimes, I feel like with these artists, too, is like... They they weren't even on good terms with their family, because I feel like what happens sometimes is, like, they get money, and then the people who didn't support their careers, in their family even, yeah. like, then want to reap the benefits after, after exactly. the fact. So it's tough. It's almost like, I feel like, it's like almost like a will. If they don't write a will, don't do anything with the music after the fact. Yeah. But if they have a like, if I pass, do this with my music type shit. Mm-hmm. I doubt anybody who passed recently big who had posthumous albums had any sort of like, if I die, do this with my music, to be honest. But it's like, if you know, if you knew the person well enough, you can kind of have an idea for it. Exactly. No, yeah, I, um... But if the label's pocketing that shit, I think it's completely fucked up. It's, yeah. Because at that point, it just treating his death like a business, or whoever's death it was like a business. Yeah, and it kind of taints the legacy, too. Like, if Pop Smoke, honestly, though, like, he would not have picked those beats, even on the aim, aim for the star, shoot for the moon. Yeah. Like, bro, Meet the Woo 1 and 2 had a crazy specific sound, and that drill was fire as hell. Yeah, the drill. And, like... 
for the night is like a basic ass trap beat. I love that song, but it's a basic ass trap beat mm-hmm. with like guitars and flutes and shit. Like, yeah, it's like disrespectful to the legacy because I think Pop Smoke's musical legacy would have been better off if they just fucking cut it there. Mm. If they left the last album that he dropped, like literally a few a month or two before he died, mm-hmm. if they left it at that. It would have been like the integrity of his legacy would have been like a lot more intact. Yeah, damn. That's so fucked. But like with Juice, it works. Exactly. It's the same kind of music. It's it's still fresh in its own way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's never it's never good to get vocals and put it on another beat at the same BPM and key and be like, oh yeah, this is what he envisioned. It's like nah, because the art form itself is whatever the artist feels and sees and like that drives the whole emotion. If you put that on a different beat or you know, anything you change with the song, it's just it's just not that that meaning is not there anymore. I feel yeah. like I'm scared or not scared, but I feel like some shit like that might happen to Yeet too. To Yeet? Where he's where what do you mean? Well just cause he's living really fast. And I think some <sighs> shit might happen. And I think Yeah. Like those beats and his beat selection and and his delivery, like regardless of the lyrical content being zero, like he is a musically like a pioneer in a sense. Yeah, because he's bringing like he's doing different shit. Yeah, like nobody has heard, ever heard beats like that. Mm-mm. And like shout out to his producers, like Synthetic and stuff like that, who yeah. are going insane with the sound. But mm-hmm. the the artist has to pick the beats. Yeah. So I really hope nothing happens to him, and then his you know legacy gets fucked up by some like label picked beats. <laughs> well, the, the good thing about him though is he's fully independent yeah so something if y'all didn't know about yeet uh something that tristan told me um he fucking engineers he mixes he makes yeah he mixes and he's he's his own mixing and recording engineer which is crazy that is so he gets the he gets the beats he does everything up until the master that is so which is crazy respect because they sound great yeah and that shows you like they know a little bit of something you know what i mean because a lot of rappers i feel like just, you, you, sometimes you just look at a rapper and you're like, there's just no way he knows what's going on behind the fucking box. You know Yeet records four songs a day. See, and that's what makes me feel so fucked up, bro. I'm just like, shit. Well, yeah, but look at the lyrical content. Yeah, exactly. It's, just, it's, it's a different approach to music. It is, yeah. See, fuck. You know? Yeah, and sometimes I'm just like, I'll be in the studio, bro. I'm like, you know, I just need, I'm just... Whatever comes to my mind, I'll just I'll just do it, you know. But I don't feel good about it at all. Yeah, so that's your that's your personality where it goes like you gotta you gotta only like you kinda have to bubble yourself in for the creative part. Mm-hmm. Like figure out your creative process, you know. You don't yeah. you can you can look at other people and be like, damn, that might be an interesting thing to try. But you can never be like, Oh damn, I wish my brain worked like that, because it doesn't. Exactly. I've I've had a lot of shit like that. Like internet money making fifty beats a day. For the longest time, I was like killing myself over the fact that I couldn't make fifty beats a day. Mm-hmm. But then again, you're you're in school. You're in. You got a lot of shit to do. You have a lot of other responsibilities. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's just like creatively, everybody works differently. Because a lot yeah. of the times, those guys make fifty beats in one day, and then they take like the rest of the week off. Yeah. But I'm a like. You know, one to five a day, steadily every day, mm-hmm. kind of person. I'm telling you, man, you need to get a camera, bro. Just record yourself making shit. I know. It, it, like once you do that, like people will be like, "Oh yeah, Tristan, I, I, there's a face to that. I, there's 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 a human behind those beats." Cause yeah, I need a face on my Instagram, bro. Oh yeah, I, I got my back on everything. Don't worry, bro. As soon as you do that, it'll it'll separate you from like eighty percent of all the producers. All the producers that hit me up, they have a logo. I'm like, oh, that's cool, and they have a specific aesthetic to like all their, you know, when they post. Mm-hmm. I like the way you post. You have a picture, then you swipe, and you hear all the beats that you're previewing on your YouTube or whatever yeah, that week. I, I don't want like I don't want my Instagram to just look like a bunch of beats, and it's honestly mm-hmm. just like. You know, I'll go out around school. I'll just, like, you know, go out, like, roll, mm-hmm. take some pictures, or, like, my girl will take pictures of me Yeah. without me realizing it. And then I post, like, the one of the, like, three pictures I took that week, if it looks cool. It's just, like, I don't think too hard about it. Mm-hmm. I, I, 
uh, there was a time where I was like talking to Blow and I was like, I don't know what to post on Instagram. I want people to like engage with my shit. And it's like at the time when I would post, it would get a lot of traction. And now I'm starting to post like every time and it's getting like little to no traction, bro. Yeah, the like, more consistently the you post, the less, yeah. That is rid- fucking ridiculous, bro. And, and the, al- the algorithm is fucked. Yeah. On Twitter, people be retweeting and liking my shit, but it's like, on yeah. Instagram, it's just Posting algorithm. on YouTube has taught me to not view, to not pay attention to stats. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually, like, at one point I was, like, really down bad because yeah. I had posted a beat a day for, like, I'm almost at like eight months now. I haven't missed a day. Mm, fuck. When I was like six in, I was like, I had one day where I was like, fuck. You know what I mean? And I hit up uh, a producer named Geo Got Bands who has like some songs with E and shit like that. He's, mm-hmm. he's crazy. Yep. He has eight million views on YouTube. So I just asked him, I was like, how the fuck do I get popping on YouTube? <laughs> Like, legitimately. Like, get good. And he was just like, keep posting consistently and the numbers will come. <laughs> that's it. And I was like, all right, bet. Like, say less. And that's it. Because it's like... It doesn't do any I got to listen to someone who's actually doing it. And yeah. if that's how he's saying it works, then it works. Exactly. And so many people quit because they're not getting the views. And it's like, you can't pay attention to the views. You can only pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah. And, and I, have 30, I hit 30K yesterday. Bro, fuck yeah. Exactly, and you know. It's not a much. It's not a lot compared to seven mil, but yeah, you know, it, you'll get there eventually. Because at one point he was at that same shit. Yeah, exactly. And I've never, you know, what I've been on TikTok and I've, I haven't seen any producer TikTok. There's always been artists pre- pre- previewing their music. There's I've always seen some been, producer TikTok. Yeah. What do they do? I don't. They do break they just, down beats. Oh, they break it down. You know, like even uh, we were literally listening to that Sky song in the car, and it was like bass one got them. Ba- yeah, yeah, bass one got them. He breaks down. He produced for Yeet too quite a few times and shit like that. He he's broken down those beats on oh. on on TikTok in like one minute form. Oh. So people do that, and then they give like quick tips and shit like that. That's what I, it's, it's tough because then there's misinformation, like the shelf shit. Yeah, I was like the, just the whole just oversimplified like. If shit. someone tells you that one EQ works for every kind of vocal, they're wrong and don't listen to them, please. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Let's have a segment. I'm gonna have it right here. I'm a- okay. How about this? Um, shit, not to do while engineering. Voila. So what a name. Yes. So yeah, EQing, putting one EQ on a vocal, saying that. Yeah, one kind of thing. I see like it works for every. I see vocal. something and it's like, how to get your female vocals to sound like, like. I don't fucking know. Name, name a Sitting crazy, in a beat. Name Sitting a crazy. In a beat. Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande. You put a 2DB shelf at 16K. No, you don't. <laughs> you listen to the vocal, you see what it needs, and then you do it. Yes. You like, attenuate, then you add. Sometimes. See, it's, it's never... It's never um, sometimes, I, I know, like, uh, some engineers, they... Like, I mean, Alex Tume, when he put his first... Uh, Pro Pro Q three on 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 the chain, he was just you can do frequency sweeping where you do it like real narrow, then you take out the that's uh, exactly what I do. that's that's what I do too. But what he does is it's it's a uh, broadband uh, frequency sweeping, so it's almost like a you know how like a multi brand compressor there's only three bands, yeah, and you just take out. So he he just does, does that, that, but like a, with a Pro Q three with a wider Q, yeah. Got you. And I'm like, what the fuck? But then again, I do that too by like not even thinking about it, but I do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, like they have, they record through analog gear, and the mic already sounds good in the treated room that they have. There's, there's not much they need to take out. But um, yeah. So there's that EQ. Oh, this EQ works for every vocal. No. Um, like there, there are tendencies though. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, mm-hmm. like say for instance, there are a lot of highs nowadays. A lot of the time in rap, like that's true boost your highs is like a solid tip but like yeah. a specific like you know for like you know a 2db shelf at whatever mm-hmm. anything specific like that you shouldn't listen to yeah for sure like templates and stuff like that yeah exactly and if anything if you want more out of something don't add you can always take out so like yeah. if you want more highs in a vocal take out the lows and then 
uh, what is it called? A uh, perception. Oh yeah, like loudness perception. Loudness perception. You you'll you'll see that vocal. Or perceived loudness. Perceived yeah. loudness. Yeah. You 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 know. So that's a solution for that. Um, what else? Uh, a specific preset, a vocal preset for mixing. Um, well, one I, you know, we were talking about this earlier. Mixing is just leveling everything out. Yeah. Um, but if you have like a specific preset for now i i do believe in presets for effects Mm -hmm. like you can you can definitely get a certain sound with effects like reverb and delay you can you can you can follow that but like as far as like mixing like oh you need to use this specific eq frequency take this out boost this up uh compressing this much that you never know and sometimes you might get hot signals sometimes you get low signals and it might sound good um so you have to figure out how to how to uh, attack those uh, those vocals with whatever or, or beat or anything, bro. Um, I feel like the main lesson is like learn to use your ears. Yeah, or train them at least. Yeah, e- and it's not it's not about like there's there's not one specific trick. Like I think people think there's like a secret sauce. There's yeah. like a secret, you know, Krabby Patty formula to get Travis yeah, Scott. Yeah, the vocals. secret sauce is experience. And it's like, okay, maybe like that person did something specific for Travis Scott vocals, but you're not Travis Scott. Your vocals won't sound. Ex- yeah. Why would you want to sound? And, like... and why would you want it? Like, I yeah. I get why you would want to, but, you know. Yeah. You know, you always want to find your own sound. And the way you find your own sound is through the mixing and how you deliver shit. But that's like, that's mic performance. That's mic placement. Um, the room you're in, um, how whoever your mixing engineer is, how they mix your vocals, what effects you use, yeah, and then leveling at the end. I remember whenever um, I was mixing my vocals, like during the Never Look Back era uh, with Kim, uh, I was listening to a lot of Migos at the time, and I liked how their their vocals weren't high on the highs, but they were loud. So mm-hmm. every song from that point on, I just made my vocals like really loud. Yeah. And sometimes, like, on songs like Kendrick Lamar, if you listen to his shit, his vocals are, like, literally drowning in the beat, but you can still hear it. It's so weird. Yeah. It, it's, it doesn't matter. There's not one way to mix uh, vocals, and there's not one way to mix beats. Yeah, and, like, uh, yeah. yeah, even, like, stuff like you were just saying, like, drowning in the beat, but it still sounds good. It's Yeah. It's trial and error. Like, what we were talking about, like, with 40 earlier, uh, where he was saying, yes. yeah, yeah, like, every mix is different and treat it like that. Mm-hmm. Like be creative. Yeah, there's not there's no okay, I need to get these vocals to sit on top of this beat for every beat. Sometimes like beats just are so low in dynamics, it's just like you can you can you can have it sit on top or you can have it just be just mono, just straight in the beat. It's all just dependent on taste. Yeah. Um and it took me a while to like realize just that aspect. I'm all, I, I was I, I knew I liked my vocals to be loud, but at the same time I was like I can get a different, a whole different sound if I, you know, did some mixing changes as far as volume goes. Um, so as far as when mixing beats, is there a specific like DB you have your um, snares at, your 808s at? Is there, there like a target area? There's like a general, there's like a general, a, a few general rules I follow. <laughs> but again, beat to beat, it's always different. You yeah. Know, just based on like my ear. But I always personally... Have my 808s with the soft clipper just pushing it, just because that's how I like it. Mm-hmm. I have the snares hitting around negative 6 to negative 9. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the hi-hats around negative 18, negative 20. Okay. Um, perks around the same area, maybe a little lower, maybe a little higher, depending on what effect I want them to have. Yeah. I mean, that pretty much, that's pretty much all the drums. I feel, yeah. That that's simple. It, yeah. It, and, then, and then the melody, I really consistently have around negative 12 okay okay yeah I but fa- again it depends yeah it, it completely depends there, there's this plugin on waves because i was looking i saw this um sound toys plugin it's called pan man yeah. and i always wanted some shit to where it's like i could just have my vocals pan without me automating automate doing an automation clip the whole time mm-hmm. and it was called pan man but i was like does waves have one and they do bro and it's fucking crazy it's it like is. a globe Right, and it'll take certain frequencies of a melody, and it'll make it go like this, and the it's like three sixty front back. Yes, yeah, I heard about that, bro. I'm thinking about getting that bitch. I mean, thirty bucks, bro. Everything on that bitch is thirty bucks, anyways. But I was thinking about doing some shit like that for vocals, because anytime I look up um, 
like a specific plugin that's meant for beats. I'm like, okay, well, what does this do on vocals? Yeah. And there's no videos on it. I'm like, okay, I can only imagine what this does on vocals. Yeah, and, and you got to experiment. Like, yeah. one thing I I forget who or where I heard it, mm-hmm. but like in terms of trying to find new sounds, mm-hmm. put plugins on the wrong instrument. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. see how it sounds. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro, there's no... There's no right. There's no rules. There's no rules to this shit. It's all just being experimental, finding your sound. Because eventually, who would have thought to put fucking... Well, what, what is one thing that's widely popular that sh- a plugin should not be on? Like... Like a widely popular, like, plugin that people use that... That are... That when you hear about it, it's like, oh, yeah, I know it should be on there. But at the same time, it's like... It wasn't always supposed to be on that one specific thing. It's just popular. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think too. I was going to say some like specific compressor, but you can put compressors on drums and vocals cuz it's only meant for one thing. I don't think there's I don't think there's really an answer. Yeah. Cuz it's like it, You could put reverb on an 808 and it sounds good in the right context. Mm-hmm. And 90% of people would tell you that's wrong. Yeah. Have you ever put a delay on an 808? Nah, but I'm sure you could. I know, I know. Uh, be interesting. I think, I think it would because when when you draw out the 808s on a on FL, you can make it to where it ends like if it's like boom like that, you can make it cut off whenever the piano thing cuts off. Yeah, and you can add like a yeah that the whole the, the envelope. No, that be yeah the envelope. Yep. yep. Damn. See, already think about new shit, and it's just. It's just it's just how you use your plugins. Yeah, no, oh, that leads me into another question. Is it is it more important to have good plugins? No. Yeah. Cuz that was my mistake. Okay. I was like I off of the off rip, I thought you get this sound with this with with you get this sound like I don't even know how to say it. Like I just thought buying all the plugins was mm-hmm. how you got to where I wanted to be. Yeah. And now it's great because I can do all sorts of creative shit, but I almost have, like, too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just how you use it. It has nothing to do with the equipment. Like, really. Yeah. You can you can get... There are people who use FL stock so crazy without, <laughs> like, anything else. And it's, I, and it's just like the craziest no, shit ever. One hundred percent. I saw a tweet and it was like, uh, "VSTs are the only thing I'd say that's an exception to." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. VSTs. VSTs. There are some effect plugins that are worth getting, and stuff like that. And it, it's just all about what you're going for. But at the end of the day, you can pretty much do what you want with pretty base stuff. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. A couple, not a couple years ago, but a few years back, uh, somebody was tweeting or like, "Oh, I found the." Um, I found out how to do this uh, Pierre Bourne. I found the preset that Pierre Bourne used uh, on Omnisphere. Here's what it is. And then Pierre Bourne quoted it. And he was like, damn, I wish I had Omnisphere. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it probably. Oh, yeah, but 100%. Like, and it was yeah. just like, yeah, it doesn't It doesn't matter. It was, damn, I wish I had Omnisphere. Yeah. I, That's it, funny. It's ratioed hard as fuck, too, after that shit. Actually, I think I know exactly what it's. It, was it like a a choir um choir I, I, i'm not sure i can't remember but like it was like a picture or a video or something but i just i just saw the quoted t- tweet that uh he that put he was like funny. man i wish i had omnisphere <laughs> like you know he's playing he can afford omnisphere <laughs> no no for real he, he probably has that Crack shit that now shit. Mm-hmm. but he was probably breaking down a song that like it's like i found the song that he used at, th- at this time before omnisphere was even a thing you know what yeah, i mean th- those kind of videos are just clickbait because yeah. it's like they don't know that they found the exact preset, but they know um, they found something that sounds hella close. Hell yeah. I remember Cameron, he was he actually taught me how to produce a long time ago when this was just a garage. He would come over and he would teach me how to use FL um, on the shitty ass fucking rickety dink ass computer that I had. And he was just showing me how to use it. He was showing me trying to he, he didn't really show me much how to mix vocals, but he sh- he showed me. A lot on how to mix beats and uh, just make beats, just make simple drum patterns and all this yeah. shit. He was like, "Yeah, bro, look at this." It was a March Madness beat uh, from uh, uh, on Futures. So I'm like, "How did you?" He's like, "Oh yeah, it's just like this third party plugin. I just found it and um, 
I was going through the sounds and I found the shit that they used for it. So I just found the chords and it sounded just like March Madness. And yeah, that sure. was like the the shit. And I was like, damn, he's, that's he's so... playing with you because there's a deconstructed video that shows you what the preset is for March Madness and how to find it, so bro. He was fucking oh yeah, he nah. He, he just he, he. I'm pretty sure like because he was playing it out. I've done that before. I've been like, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I remade this beat by ear. <laughs> and I like found a fucking tutorial on how to remake the beat. It was an arpeggio. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. It's not like it's on Electra X. Electra X. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. Electra, <laughs> yeah. I seen it. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. When yeah. you show me that, I'm like, bro, no fucking way. He's like, yeah, just that's all you got to do. I'm like, yeah. dude, that is so fucking yeah, hard. Cool. Mm-hmm. But true. that was my first first experience with making beats, and then. I, you know, that's when I started rapping over my beats. And that, I, I think it's good that he didn't teach me how to do vocals because now I have, like, my own, like, taste. Yeah. Like, I think I know how my how my vocals should um be sitting. Now, for everybody, um let's... There was something I was going to ask you. It was going to be... Oh, fuck. What not to do, I guess, when mixing... Like, the most common mistakes when mixing beats. Uh, everything is too loud. Like, okay. okay, so 808 should always be the loudest thing, mm-hmm. pretty much, or the kick. Yeah. If the melody, okay, so like everybody needs to think about how the artist would fit on it if they're making beats. Mm-hmm. So the, the most common thing I hear is hi-hat's too loud, snare too loud, melody too loud. Like those are the three, Yeah. especially melody. People overmix the fuck out of their melody. Mm. Like, I get that you want it to be prominent because when you're making the beat, it sounds cool. Yeah. And it almost sounds wrong when you turn it as low as it needs to be. Yeah. My best advice for that, listen to the songs that you like and pay attention. Like, really pay attention how loud the melody is. Like, reference. Yeah. Like, reference track. Mm. Because, like, I'd be listening to some songs, you can barely hear the melody, and the drums are, like, the only shit that you can hear. Yeah. And yeah. it's almost like the melodies felt not heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, felt not heard. That's yeah, I didn't never thought about it like that. All right, and we wanted to say thank you for our sponsor from uh Blue Chew. Uh looking uh You know what Blue Chew is, bro? Fuck no. <laughs> it's a Viagra. It's like oh, Viagra fine. gum. <laughs> I'm set. <laughs> 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 it's just so funny because like I'll be watching a podcast with my mom or dad and they're like, "Okay, it's sponsored from Blue Chew." Wait, dead ass. Yeah, they actually, yeah, like Manscape. They, they got their reach. They, yeah, they they be they be hitting up podcasts and shit and Manscape too. That's why I know about Manscape. They'll be like, "Are your balls saggy?" And like it's like it's yeah, just, and they and, and they try the the they they I re- I noticed at first the ads were all dudes saying that shit, and then they were like, "Hold up, this doesn't work." And then they just picked like a bunch of hot girls to say the same shit. Yeah. So they're like, "You guys want your balls to be clean?" <laughs> I'd like that. <laughs> Dude. Type shit. It's fucking weird. Like, it is weird as fuck. People are so fucking gullible. Because I guarantee you, like, there are plenty of people out there who see the first ad and they're like, nah. And they see the second ad, they're like, I could get that bitch if my balls were clean. <laughs> I could get that bitch if my balls were clean. It's like, uh, nah, probably not. It's like, maybe she, you should you're not, you're not. You're not going to make it. I, yeah. figuring out that your balls are clean. <laughs> dirty bitch <laughs> <laughs> you dirty bitch man um oops and we're recording this on suave's birthday happy birthday suave suave's culture man shout out suave shout out suave shit my birth oh yeah my birthday's coming out in, uh, t- in two days Thanks. i don't know I- you know what i wanted to do um i wanted to i wanted to go play paintball bro i know bro i was just thinking about that <sighs> yeah and um the the amount of friends I have here that are down to play paintball is literally non-existent. Um, I, I was going to take my cousin and he was going to bring his friends, but how weird would it be for me to have a fucking birthday with my cousin and all of his little 14-year-old, 13-year-old friends that were in it? It's just, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, I, I would fucking love to fucking murk the, yeah, I would <laughs> I murk the say. shit out of them motherfuckers, but um, it would just be kind of weird because I have, 
I did a paintball thing a long time ago, and everybody had to pitch in. I just don't. I just didn't feel like making everybody pitch in, and yeah. you know, and not worth. It was so expensive, bro. Like yeah. to to rent out a private party for That's like a day. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, because the last time I went to go play paintball, it was cheap for me, but it was a white family that I went. I went to go play about paintball with. So I was like. They damn near covered all, like almost all the expenses. Yeah, shit's expensive. They're yeah. like, oh, you didn't, you didn't bring your own paintball guns. That's gonna be an extra uh, two hundred dollars per person. Yeah, yeah, no. So I, I was like, you know what, fuck, uh, fuck that. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna just go eat or some shit, or probably. Uh, That's usually what I do. Probably get shit faced. Probably fucking get cross faded or some shit. <laughs> cross faded. <laughs> just see cross-faded. fucking God. Can't wait to see God. Yes, sir. Nah. Um, yeah, I did homework on my birthday this year. It was fucking lit. <sighs> I wanted to kill myself. Man, it'll pay off, bro. I'm sure, trust. It will. It, it'll I'm pay not off. tripping. Yeah. What? What? Did you, what? Did you, you didn't do anything for your birthday though? Dinner with the fam. Classic. Yeah. Just made classic. some beats. Did made some beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote a minuet. <laughs> nice. How old are you? Twenty or nineteen? 20 now. 20 oh, now. Damn, I almost said 19. That's weird. Damn, yeah. Yeah, no, that's weird. <laughs> no, don't feel don't feel any type of way, man. I'm about to be 22. 22, yeah, I was going to say. I haven't tasted a sip. I have tasted a sip of alcohol. I'm tripping. I, I haven't smoked. I haven't. Respect. Drank, like, I'm, fully. I'm a, yeah. Just. I don't I'm, like drinking, but. I'm going to wait till I blow up, bro. I'm telling you, bro. As soon as I blow up, we're going to get fucking, fucking shit face. Be careful about that. <laughs> It's like it's like those motherfuckers who never drunk or smoked in their life, and then they go to college, and they're out in two weeks. Yeah, done. Yeah, that's how it was for a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of the friends I had in uh, in high school that went to college. It just it was so intense, and, I, and these people already drank and smoked, and then they went to college and they were just done. Like yeah. what the fuck? Like living under a bridge, talking to fucking raccoons and shit. Yeah, I'm not a partier like that. I I, I go to class. Make beats, smoke, make more beats. Do my homework. <laughs> exactly. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. So, what is um, what is like? Because you already told me where you stand as far as like making a career out of this shit, like just being comfortable, just as long as you got a roof over your head, food on the table, you're doing what you love, and yeah, I just want to enjoy what I do, and not not stress financially, mm-hmm. not be like. Damn, I want a PS5 so bad to run Elden Ring well. <laughs> Dude, be yeah. Like, damn, I have to DoorDash for the next few weeks now. Uh, I'd like to <laughs> wake up, see my PayPal transactions, and be like, yeah, I can get whatever I want today. Yeah. It's I'm Christmas every day. It's not to be day. wasteful, but... It's yeah. Christmas every day, damn it. Exactly. What, what is one thing you... Uh, excuse me. What is one thing you want to, like, do? Like, like me... Just to give my example, I want to like, of course, I want to blow up and and live comfortably off my music and shit. But I want to throw like music festivals like under monarchy and then just just throw festivals, just like do that. What what is like besides living comfortably, like what is a goal that you for sure want to do? That's like make enough money that I can like. I want to be able to like. Take six months off and go see the world with my girl, mm. to be honest. Yeah. At some point. That sounds badass. Yeah. And you will, bro. If you ever if you ever go on tour, do you think you would take? Oh, 100%. Do you think she would get sick of it? Probably. <laughs> She'd put up with it. <laughs> yeah, I was about sure. to say, like, yeah, she, she would probably. Yeah, going trooper. on tour would be crazy, though. That would be fun. So dope. Yeah. I can only imagine. They, they say um, when you go on tour with an artist or a producer or engineer or DJ, you become brothers at that point because okay. it's like so stressful, but at the same or time. Or the opposite. Or the opposite. Yeah. Exactly. But I think, I think if I'm telling you, man, like I, I was really thinking about it, like the people that are in my circle and shit, you. Monarchy um, is a good group of like genuine dudes. So, so dope. You know, we had our like rough patches here and there, but we always talked it through like, nah, like we'll get over it. Yeah, you know what I mean, and as it should be. And I think going on tour with everybody, bro, be just so like, so dope. Shit only goes really something. bad when nobody communicates. When nobody communicates or puts uh puts the work. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, but communication is a huge fucking key. Yeah. And and the people I've worked with, sometimes the clients in, in this motherfucker, bro, it's like when it came to like collabing with them, they just weren't. It's kind of ridiculous. Y'all need to market y'all's fucking music, bro. Um, I need to market my fucking music, bro. It's, you know how you do it. You do it more than these motherfuckers, bro. It's okay. it's like sending a link to somebody is not gonna do much. Um, sending, it's it's. I think it's the thing it's of like destructive to send a link to someone. I feel like because with the thing, I, I fuck with people less when they consistently are pushing their music on me, especially like unless we're close, close. Like if the only communication I ever get from you. Is like, a, oh, yo, go check out this song. That's all you are to that person. Exactly. And yeah, that's exactly. Uh, People are better exactly at what? seeing what you want from them than you give them credit for. Like, then people give them credit for in general. Mm-hmm. Like, even if they can't even put their finger on it, like, in words, they'll get that feeling. Like, damn, this motherfucker is just using me. Yeah. You know? You, you get the sense if someone's genuinely looking out for you. Exactly. Like if you're trying to build a relationship with someone, check on them in some on some like non music business. Yeah, business. Yeah, See yeah. how they're doing every once in a while. Mm-hmm. People need that. Exactly. And you know, not everybody can check on somebody. That's facts. But it's 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 your your only communication with that person shouldn't be just music or just business or whatever, unless you're in a contract or some shit. But still, even that gets muddy. Yeah. Um. I feel like, uh, cause like like Kim and I, I guess it's like he'll be working, I'm I'm be grinding and shit, and it's only like sometimes we'll we'll like communicate and be like, hey, bro, you know, and it's crazy because he lives in Houston, you know what I mean, um, but there's no love lost there, but like me, even me and him, we were like, let's do Never Look Back Part Two, you know, what I mean? and just like let's just do that, but there's gonna be a time place to record that, yeah, um, but um, you know. I think I think if you really have that relationship with somebody, you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry much about like really keeping up with them all the time unless you're just like no exactly you know what I mean because that 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 uh it's already been built well that uh basis that establishment has already yeah. been built I think, from ground up and the you best know. relationships I have like friend wise mm-hmm. are like on some weekly monthly check in type yeah because mm-hmm. you know you want something to talk about. Exactly. And there's not enough every day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can have a good-ass conversation with somebody that, like, if you have one conversation with someone in in one month, mm-hmm. you could cover more than you did if you had a conversation with them every every day of that month. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because it's like a top-down perspective of, yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That's 100%. Um. I remember whenever I think was it the first time we FaceTimed? When? That that one morning? Was that the first yeah, time? Yeah, like we seven AM one day. Yeah. Yeah, after Louie. All the way until like what, like one PM? Yeah, it was shit. a while. It, it was, was it was it was, it was four hours probably. Yeah, it was yeah. like eleven AM or some shit. Yeah, that was yeah. a while back too. That was that like was a um, while back. That was over the summer. I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah, it was. But it's funny because we've been Texting for way longer than that. Way longer. Yeah. I think that was the first time we FaceTimed, though, for real. It, I think it was. The view you showed me, you had a window in front of you. Yeah. You had a computer and a window in front of you. Yeah. Where, what were you looking at? Were you looking at, was that the, where you backyard. At, was it your backyard? Sir. <laughs> oh, shit, dude, I thought you were in, like, a fucking, like. I live on a farmhouse. Dude. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, uh. 300-year-old farmhouse. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, no, yeah, he was telling me some shit about your farm. So. You said the Hill House is away fifteen. Yeah, Hill House is like an hour west. Yeah, I think near Amherst. Where you ever heard of UMass Amherst? Probably not. Mm. It's one one Amherst. I remember, but near there, it's spooky. So what? What? I don't. I really don't know what Hill House. You said there was a Netflix shit. Yeah, there's uh, two seasons of it. It's like I don't know what the true story is. Mm -hmm. I know the Netflix shit is spooky. It's basically just like a fully haunted house, and there's a family that lives in it, and it's like same kind of shit, like possession stuff like that. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, but it's like different, and it's like honestly, it's like a ten hour movie because it's it's ten episodes and it's an hour each, but mm-hmm. it's like one of those like oh shit, honestly, that's our hour. Fuck, yep, that's our hour. Um, I have to keep it pretty short. 
Unfortunately, this is the last episode of with Tristan here. I appreciate you coming, by, bro. I appreciate you doing the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Happy um, to. Yeah, bro. We will have more down the line, especially with Tristan. Um, hopefully, by the time these release, we'll already be releasing music and shit. Yes, sir. Um, so I guess next episode will be uh, with uh, with Blow. And I'm going to make sure to re- release these actually pretty close to each other just so we get a sense of, of time and where everybody's at and everybody in monarchy and shit like that. So appreciate y'all tuning in. This has been the Levels to a Podcast. Me with Tristan Young. Uh, Yeah, we out this bitch, man.